0: Good evening, and welcome to the next episode of Expect to Win. Again, I'm Lamar Thomas. I have with me Mr. Tommy Jackson. Hello,
1: hello. And, of course, I got Mr. Dominique Love. Hey, one thing for sure, two things for certain. I go by the simple name of D. Love. You can bet your bottom dollar I rip the best. I rip the Brooks County Trojans. Awesome,
0: man. We here, again, trying to drop a little knowledge, drop a few nuggets, um, see if we can help somebody else. Um so let's get caught up now, Mr. Tommy. Tell the tell tell the people a little bit about yourself.
2: Hey, here you go. I'm Tommy Jackson. I'm from Brooks County here. Um, born and raised right here in Quitman, Georgia. Uh right now I set my career off right here from Brooks County, played football here, went off to college, came back now supporting my community, uh, trying to help young men become um a mean great men in this world, um, trying to learn how to be coaches and leaders and uh provide for their families. Uh, right now. Um, just setting things off, helping with the football program. I'm um, actually an advocate of, of the community. I live in Lyons County. Uh, Operation manager at a chemical plant. Uh, been there now going on 15 years. Been doing things, helping the community there. Leading uh, young men and women and helping sponsorship and things in the community there. Um, here just trying to give some, some local um, innovative advice.
0: Well. You know, I've, I've had a few conversations with you, um, but first, tell us about your week. What What's going on in, in, in your week?
2: Well, my week consists of, you know what I mean, hard labor. You know, I work every day, provide for my family. I wake up every morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, grinding, you know what I mean, going to my job, trying to coach adults in uh, the career world, you know, trying to become – make them better leaders as well and uh, provide examples on how to actually – grind to become a better person in life um in your family and the career so
0: speaking on that since you you are a coach okay how how are the two worlds blended um you know by us being in education you know sometimes we we try to uh, go the extra mile to connect the the real world experiences, but you actually in the real world experiences, and now and you also work with young people in in school. So how can those two things kind of connect?
2: Well, they connect because um, uh, you wouldn't think of it, but you I'm dealing with a lot of adults that um, deal with a lot of things. You know, they may have had growing up, people been telling them things about what they need to do to set their career path and put it in place and, you know, some people still struggle struggle with that today. Um, so what I deal with there um, at work is just trying to get people to focus and never give up. So uh, just like you tell them when they're coming through school, um, as coaches and teachers do now, you know, I mean, you continue to do that in life because you got to continue to push people. Um, people tend to give up in life. And um, as you get older, you know, the same thing continue to occur. So life ain't nothing but a cycle. So it rolls over and over and over. So what I do now as an adult, you know, compared to when I come here and coach, is continue to coach. That's why I call it coaching, because you have to coach adults to continue to do the same thing. And you know, what I mean, it's it's trying to find a better way for you and your family. Only thing about it is, you become the provider of your home, so you have to have, actually have to be that leader. So you need coaching advice too, because everything you you do ain't the right thing. So you can hear from other people and learn from them. Um, it's always a learning lesson.
0: True. Hey, you were you were speaking on an interview that you was doing. Go ahead and share that with the people.
2: Yeah. Well, I had an um, interview with a young man today, and um, it was very interesting. This young this young man, you know, had trials and tribulation things happen in his life. Uh, he moved here from out of town, and um, good thing about this individual, you know, he went to college, got a degree in business administration technology, which um, I have my degree in the same field. Uh, so I sat down with this man today in my office and we were having a conversation and it, it went in depth and he was sharing with me about his life and, and, and the struggles he went through, you know, moved here from California, brought his family over and, you know, was hoping on a thing. His, his his father died and, and he was trying to, you know, instill his family to come here and, and take over his um dad, um I guess, treasures and things like that, his home. And uh, he was sharing some things with me, and um, I had to get in a coaching moment with him to just say, you know, hey man, I understand what you're doing. And the struggle with him was is understanding that are you trying to build a career, or are you just trying to do something now? And because uh, one thing he did, he spoke about money. And when somebody speaks to me about money, I go into a whole nother level because it ain't about just making a whole bunch of money all up at once. You know what I mean? You have to have. You have to look ahead in the future and say where you want to be at and um you know and where you want your family to be. So I'm speaking in five years. I always ask people to speak five years from me. Have a goal, have a plan. You know what I mean? Think about the climb. Every day is a grind. You get up, work in the morning, you know what I mean. When you get up, it's a passion. There's a passion you go to work because you want to provide for your family and it, you know what I mean? You making a way so when your kids get up and go to school, you know what I'm saying, you go going the to grind just because you want to make sure they got some food on the table when they come home, you know what I mean? You got clothes on their back. They ain't got to go to school and worry. Um but this this individual, man, we had this conversation in depth. And with me, I tried to get in his mind, you know, and and really understand it and let him know, man, this this is how I came up too, you know what I mean? I had to do the same thing and think about it every day. Um but it was some interesting conversation that we had. I can't get in depth of what about his story, but you know, what I mean, it's a lot of people go through the same thing. And I sit in my office, man, and as a black man and other black men, I really, I really speak on that, man, not to give up.
0: Hey, that was actually the 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 title of the last episode of of Don't Quit, um, something that we took from from Love Talk Wednesday, uh, something that he had, and, and we just tried to push that um, through people and just let them know that, you know, sometimes life gets hard, but never, never give up. Um, and, and we're definitely um, transparent here. Um, so, you know, I'll come back around, but, you know, we've all had our struggles, you know, we, we've all had our times and, and sometimes people don't see that, you know, when they see me as the principal or they see you as the, the, the manager, the boss, you know, they feel like you some kind of robot, like you, you haven't been through nothing. Um, so sometimes we, we have to try to bridge that gap and, and, and build that relationship so that we could, we could show them that, Hey, there is a way, um, but I don't want to
1: take up all the time. So, uh, Love, what what's going on in your week? Oh, man, oh, man. This week here for me was a, a transition week. I know on the last episode we talked about uh, me and my middle schoolers winning the football championship. Now, um, the championship was on Wednesday. And then Thursday I'm in the gym, and it's a totally different culture shock because now I'm in coaching girls basketball, middle school girls basketball. And, Lord, I'm telling you, it's just different. We had our first two games earlier this week on Monday and Thursday. Uh, Unfortunately, we lost both games, but we were in the game. We lost both of them in the fourth quarter. So the biggest struggle I'm trying to work with these young ladies is basically learning how to deal with adversity, learning how to overcome. When you get hit in the mouth, you know what I'm saying, stand strong and keep hitting back. Because what they need to realize as future women of this society, life's going to be rough for them. Yeah, they, they they gonna have to learn how to deal with adversity. When they got their, their child at home and, and the child's hungry, but yet you gotta pay these bills, you gotta find a way. And that's one thing that I feel like we're struggling with my girls, they don't know how to find that way. When when things go are going wrong and then the morale of the other team is roaming, they just their face getting long and they give up. And like I said, it goes back, like we said, and not quitting. So that's something that I'm working, trying to instill in these young ladies because, as I always state, these, these kids are our future. One day we're going to be old, we're not going to be able to do the things we're doing, and they're going to be the ones taking care of us. So, I'm trying to make sure that they, they're positive. I stay positive with them. I keep motivating them because they're going to be the future doctors, future lawyers, man, fu- future police officers, future judges. You know what I'm saying? I might, I'm probably going to need one of them when I get older. Like I said, I might get sick one day, and you know then I'm saying I might walk in to one of their offices, and they'd be the one that's taking care of me. So, that that's the main thing with this week. I mean, it's tiresome, it's frustrating because you go from being undefeated in football to already being 0 2. And the thing that sucks is we we started our first two games. These are region games, so we owe two in the region. So we it's always a chance. So we just got to make sure we fight back, and we got to keep on working.
0: True. Well, you speak for yourself, cause I don't plan on getting old no time soon so i'm i'm just gonna continue to move on but i i do agree that that we try to put something in in these young people to to get them to be an asset to their community an asset to to their families um you know i had a conversation with one of my kids uh today you know and i was just trying to get them to understand about the choices that you make you know you you have you know more than three thousand choices that you you make today you know you you choose to put on these clothes you choose to you know brush your teeth in the morning you know you choose to do your hair a certain way you know you choose to respond and 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 he has a problem with his responses you know and and I was trying to tell him that no matter what your your culture is you know at, at home you choose to let that culture come out, you know, because like I said I can speak from experience. You know, I, I'm from the same culture, Um, but I also learned that, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. And and when I come to school, I got to be on my grind. Like, like you saying, you know, I got I got to have a different focus and I'm trying to get him to see that you can make it out of of that culture you could you could choose to make some different decisions and and like we always say you know you could choose to be ahead of that household you know you're gonna have to take care of family and 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 getting laughs you know at that time that that baby or, or that wife they ain't worried about being funny you know they worried about eating or or what they gonna you know saying what's gonna keep them warm or keep them cool um so it's good that we got you know Mr. Tommy Jackson here that that could bridge that gap because I know as educators we try so hard and just trying to instill that in these young people and get them to see that you know the real world don't play you know it it don't play um, and and like I said and and they think that we some kind of robots and and they think that they're Marvel comic heroes that they they immune they could get in trouble they could get felonies they could do all this stuff and nothing's gonna happen um, so you know. Like I said i we try our best and and that's the reason one of the reasons why I really wanted to start this podcast is because we we do a lot um of giving to people, and there's a lot of conversations, a lot of nuggets that you don't really hear um so i I wanted to try to bring some of that out, and you can see the the company that I keep hey, there's some powerful individuals you know they they always talking um but Thomas Jackson also has another story, and I don't know if I want to Steal the thunder from him now, and I don't even know if he's comfortable even talking about it. He didn't know I was going to ask him about this, but Tommy almost died. You know, for for him to to take the risk that he take, he chose to to participate in some some stuff uh, that that almost took his life, and and but it made him a better person. You know, it made him do some thinking, and that's something that I've heard him share with some young people. So I'm gonna let you do it uh, and let you share that story how you want to share it.
2: Yeah, I could talk about that. Um, 2015, uh, August, the fir- August the 5th, um, I was actually in Atlanta and uh, chose a, a hobby of mine, and something I love, passionate, and it may have been driven from playing football. I'm, I'm a high-adrenaline junkie. Um, playing football, I used to love, you know what I mean, the impact of the game. And um, so since I got older, you know, I knew I couldn't play the game no more, so I turned that over to riding motorcycles. So. You know speed and things like that it just I mean I just feel like you know I live my life on the edge and I did it in football and you know and I chose to ride motorcycles you know I had a choice though I had a choice not to and I had a choice to but um, just so happened on uh, um, that year I got in a, a serious accident in Atlanta where I got hit and, um, and left on the side of the road there um, when I got hit somebody hit me from behind and and kind of kept going and left me there, and um, some people came out to help me. You know what I mean, thank you, and, and and praise God I had people to actually stop and actually come over and help me. Uh, but through that, that time, you know, it was a struggle for me and my family um, and all, you know. Um, knowing that I was laying there, and had to be sent up to Augusta, had some repairs done to my body. Um, you know, I couldn't move for probably two weeks, so I stayed in Augusta for almost a month. Um, but one thing about it though, you know, I was determined. And one thing I was determined about is as a leader, I wanted to coach football. Coach Freeman asked me to coach football for a while. And at that time, I finally had told him yes, that same year, early up in April. And um, this incident happened. So I called him up from the hospital. I had my, my wife to call him. And I and, and I told him I had gotten an accident. And I said, he was like, coach, I'm going to have to find another coach. And I told him then. I said, nah, coach, you ain't got to worry about that. I'm going to get up out of here. And I'll be there. On that, um, like I said, I was I was speaking earlier. Um, I came back after I got out of the hospital um from that from that incident. And um as soon as I got back to Georgia, man, they told me I had to be bonded in the house and couldn't go out because I was bandaged up and um had my body kind of repaired. As soon as they was able to let me out of the house, man, I drove over here to equipment to a meeting on Sunday and just showed my face and walked through there on crutches. with the the guy on from the hospital, just letting Coach Freeman know I was serious about it. You know what I mean? My dad brought me over. Um, So from that point there, I was trying to let him know, you know what I mean? It was to the heart and it was passion of what I wanted to do, man. I wanted to help young men um, become better in the game that I had done, felt like I had done, you know, got so much knowledge in from a lot of different people I had done met uh, through my time. So, you know what I mean? That's what kind of kicked it off for me. And so far I've been here since 2015 currently to the day and you know every day is a challenge for me leaving from work coming out here every day you know I man I, I try not even miss a day so as soon as I get out from work you know what I mean I'm heading right over here to practice and spending these um, two to three hours over here man and heading home getting home around eight o'clock but you know what I mean that's I feel like that's my life man and you know what I mean I can't do anything uh, to stop it you know what I mean people try to say don't go today but hey in me I'm here. I'm, I'm going to be there every day because I feel like i got to give something.
0: Now, I'm saying not many people, you know, and I can't say that I've ever had an experience like that, you know, but how does an experience like that change your focus? You know, or can you speak on, you know, kind of where your mindset was before the accident and then how that changed after the accident?
2: Well, one thing about the accident, uh, what it did for me is, you know what I mean, I knew any given day, you know what I mean, you, I could have lost my life and not been here. So basically how I look at it now, though, I look at it, I make sure I, I prepare myself for if something do happen. So I went through a lot of preparation and preparing things, you know what I mean, understanding the fact, you know, because I'm religion as well, that I got to lead this world one day and I want to lead this world with a stamp, you know what I mean, people knowing what I did good um, and, and understanding how many lives I touch. So from that day, you know, I try to make sure I'm part of everything I could be um, and just leave good examples for people remember what I did for people, you know what I mean, and not, not celebrate my own self selfishness um, but how much I gave to help other people. So and after that changed me because I think before then, you know, I wasn't thinking about it like that because I struggled of thinking if I wanted to coach or not. But after that, it really made me really think about how much I needed to give um, what I had, and that's knowledge, um, which I tell you, I speak at work, and that's what I help people with.
0: Man, that's 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 awesome, man. I I don't have an experience like that. Probably one of the worst experience I got is people picked on me all the time about these freckles, uh, you know. And my my opportunity to be transparent, man. You guys just don't know the turmoil that you just don't know how bad that was uh, when when all my family, you know, had darker skin. And then all of a sudden, I'm this little red guy. I was the red guy. I was cool for a minute, you know, yeah. back back, at first, you know, when uh, Kid and Play was out. I had my little box and my pigtail. I was that dude. And uh, these freckles start coming. And, and, man, I've heard from the albino to the cinnamon. You know, I've heard all kind of kind of jokes. Um, and this a message that I deliver to my, my students all the time um, is that I was there. You know, I was there you know being picked on I was there uh, putting on a hat every day to try to you know the hat created a little shadow sometime and try to let that that hat cover up some of my freckles because I felt like I was so different and why I had to be different Uh, but my life didn't change until I embraced that uh, about me being different you know maybe that was my purpose to be different Uh, and then I just learned that other people's opinion is not my reality so it don't really matter you know what you say. You know how you feel about me. The more you talk about me, the more I'm on your mind. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm 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 on a different level, different playing field. But you talking about me, that means you thinking about me. So I took that and 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 walked around like I was a superstar, and that worked. I mean, I got more girls, I got more friends, I felt like my my sports got better, uh, my confidence got better, and that's just something that my mindset changed now. And it, like I said, and and from that point on. You know, I've been rolling, man. You know, like, I don't ever think I could fail. You know, I I talk cash, money, trash, and everything I do because I feel like I'm supposed to win. You know, I feel like it. I expect to win, you know, pretty much every time. So... Um, And that's something, like I said, that I try to give them to to not let the circumstances or not let other people's opinion drive them, you know, to to try not to exist, you know, because I don't want nobody to talk about me. But in truth, you really do. You know, so like I said, I didn't have no no life-threatening accident but i did have the the normal bullying and getting picked on and all that stuff and i was able to turn that to to my good and now i i don't mind speaking you know i don't mind getting laughed at i don't mind actually failing i don't mind actually getting out there in front trying to do something um and it completely changed my life um so again you know that's, that's some of the little nuggets um and i close it with a nugget but i'm gonna give everybody the opportunity to to close it out and, and possibly give somebody something that'll that'll inspire the rest of their week
2: all right well i can speak on one thing that i i, I seem highly in in life that you need and this communication um no matter who you know what i mean you want to make sure you you're clear on what you're talking about and and, and especially when you want to get your point across to people make sure you're clear on communicating um, because people uh, receive the message how they want to receive the message. So you need to make sure they really get that message how you want it to be received. Um, so that's my nugget. So don't be afraid to communicate things that you want people to really know and you feel like they didn't get it. You know what I mean? Make sure you understand that they didn't and, and, and make sure they catch it.
1: Yeah, well, my little nugget for the week is the fact that, man, a- adversity is going to happen to everybody, man. I think Rocky Balboa said it best It's not how many times you hit is how hard you get hit and get back up. I might have messed that up a little bit, but <laughs> y'all yeah. y- 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 get what I'm saying, though. It's the effort. It's the effort. So I'm saying in life, adversity is going to happen. You got to keep, like I always say, you got to keep pushing you got to keep pushing. When things are getting hard, that means you're just close to your blessing. That's just the devil trying to stop you. So I encourage you all to keep going, keep pushing, because even when you feel like you're going through hell, why would you stop there? Keep going, get to the glorious,
0: whatever.
1: <laughs> awesome. Hey, man, I, I really do appreciate you guys
0: coming in here with me to uh, today. Uh, and, and like I said, I hope that that we were able to give something to somebody that, that's going to inspire them. uh Tommy, man, that that story is touching, um, and I hope that you just continue to share that testimony. Um, I know it's some probably some more details, some deeper stuff that you're saving for the book. Um, that that once you write this book, you'll you'll put that out there and get people to to get in on that um uh, but I do appreciate the things that you you do for the community um you didn't mention a lot of that stuff but the things that you do for the community um the fact that you got back on the bike you know that's a whole nother episode in itself just overcoming those fears um because maybe I'm a scary cat because see once you know yeah. once once I hit that street um uh, uh, you, you know what I'm saying like I probably wouldn't even drive fast no more you know I'd be driving 40 everywhere I go but not only did you recover from the accident, you actually got back on the bike and probably doing more stuff now. So just, just straight overcoming fear. And, and now it's probably made you more crazy. I'm sure your wife probably say that you're probably crazy too. But no, she on the bike too. So the whole house is just jacked up. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, y'all crazy. Like I said, that whole motorcycle thing. I remember one time in high school where I got I my quarterback playing football in high school. He... Was one of the rich boys. He had a little land and all that. And he had a four-wheeler. So after practice, we used to always go to the house ride the four-wheeler. You know what I'm saying? It was manual, so you had to shift gears. So all my friends and stuff, they they stayed in the first gear. I said, man, forget this. I'm about to shift this guy. Shift guy lost control of the four-wheeler. Ran into a tree, and that joker flipped on top. I thought I was gonna die that day. All day heard me in It's just like I don't know if y'all listen to Cat Williams that time we was on the motorcycle. I felt like I was in that situation. So motorcycle, mm
0: my, my accident is, is not as, uh, speed driven. I remember being on a bicycle trying to go up some kind of man-made ramp, and it just didn't hold me or the bike. And I'm light-skinned, so I had this handlebar print across my chest. I think that killed my whole need for speed idea right there. I don't even like roller coasters; they go too fast. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I, I, you're you're a completely different man, um, but different genre. You know, you you conquered those fears, and and I'm and I'm big on that. Um, that that's a huge thing, and I'm saying I I think that I may have to ask you to come back. Um, just to speak on on fear, um, and then we could tie that into to the interviewing, yeah. um, and that's a skill. See, once I overcame people looking at me different by these freckles, and then my interviewing skills came up. Yeah. You know, every, everything changed because now I have I didn't have the fear of. Failing, you know, because now if I failed, I was going to say, well, that's your loss. You, you lost out on a great employee, you know. So, uh you know, overcoming fear is a whole nother thing. And that's going to be my nugget. You have something? Go ahead.
2: I just wanted to go on that because it, it, it is a lot of details into it that I actually didn't provide. But, you know what I mean? And I could tell you, uh like you said, man, I could write it in a book, how, the experience of after that. you know I mean, it's like you could call it the afterlife of. Uh, Getting in an accident, man, and a lot of motorcycle riders will probably understand why I've seen a lot of people say they didn't want to get back on, but, and that's me. I'm a fighter, and I can tell you, man, it, it, it stays with you where you don't want to get on there, too. There's a lot of things you start hearing, hearing through your ears, man, that, that make you scared of anything. You ride in the car, boys, it's, it, it's different. So now that I get back on that thing, man, I'm telling you, it make you so cautious and careful of everything in
0: your life. Let, go ahead and tell the people, man. How many bugs actually get in your mouth? You know, you, you and know, you, 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 you. I know you in South Georgia, so them
1: love bugs so and like you walking around, bugs flying around. I
2: can tell you though, man, you, you get a lot of them, and that's the bad part about riding at night in South Georgia uh at night it's bad man you have bugs in you you think somebody throwing blocks at
0: you
2: <laughs> man they flying and just hitting you man all you hear like what was that <laughs>
0: <laughs> motorcycles man you guys man i'm glad i didn't i didn't create that habit but uh it 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 speaks volumes of of you know what you have to go through to to meet your need you know and 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 some of us have those needs and the fact that you're willing to sacrifice a lot to get that need um and my nugget will just come off that. You can't be afraid to sacrifice it. Nah. You can't be afraid to sacrifice it and and right now in this day and age we got people that don't want to sacrifice time. You know, you you don't want to sacrifice time to fill out those applications you don't want to sacrifice the the time to drive to the location to look for a better job you know you talk about you're not happy you know and I spoke about my adults one time before you you complain about this and complain about that but you don't want to sacrifice you know anything to change it you know and and I'm saying um, the Navy SEAL books they're, they're no bad teams there's only bad leaders you know what i'm saying so if you're a leader or if you are a, a person at your job you control your environment um you know so you got to be willing to sacrifice that time that comfort zone uh to go speak to that person that you think may be more uh highly educated you know i know for us our culture you know when we think somebody's highly educated we feel like we beneath them that we can't go talk to them uh and and i see it all the time and it's funny just because people may see me in my shirt and tie and then all of a sudden they try to change their tone you know their voice they try to sound like something you're not and, but then when i start speaking they say, oh he you know he but, <laughs> so i'm saying but you can't be afraid of being you you know and and that's then that's my nugget again man so you you gotta if you got a, a joy you know if, if i know we got a lot of people that haven't discovered their purpose yet but there are some things that you like okay and i'm saying you can't be afraid to sacrifice that um and you make that choice and, you know are you going to sit there and watch TV or are you going to work on the book? You know, are are you are you going to lose weight? Are you going to push back from that table and start doing push ups and sit ups? Are you going to get up at four and five o'clock in the morning and run? You know, are you going to do two a day workouts or are you just going to complain about the weight that you got? You know, are, you know. And us, are you going to actually get out there and try to make a better living for yourself and make your family better? Uh, I know me, I was driven by not making the mistakes that the people before me made. You know, I didn't want to make the same mistakes my father made or my uncle made. I didn't want to make those mistakes. And, you know, luckily, I did have some a brother, uh, a auntie that's really my sister. You know, and I had some people in front of me that, that was my rabbit, you know, so I couldn't let them outdo me. We competitive now. We My family's competitive. So, you know, I was constantly chasing them so i'm I'm blessed in that so my sacrifice now is just working my tail off uh and just trying to do as best i can so when i leave this place uh it'll be hard for me to be replaced you know so when i'm gone you'll you'll know i'm gone because it's going to be some things missing Uh, but i hope that my legacy speaks volume for itself um so again my people that's listening Don't be afraid to sacrifice something to get something that you enjoy, something that you want, or even something that you need. There's nothing wrong with helping somebody else. So sometimes sacrifice something to get something else. Again, thank you. Expect to win. Uh, I'm going to close. Remember what I always say. Take advantage of two. That's time, words, and opportunity. All right? Because once they're gone. They gone. So while you got them? You need to take advantage of them. Tell somebody you love them. Take advantage of your time and never, ever waste an opportunity. Again, expect
1: to win. Peace.